This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up, Catch-Upperers. Here for another day, another dollar. Mm-hmm. Should we get right into this? Yep. No, 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 Nick's advice. This is the podcast exclusive advice segment. Yeah. It's still going. Yeah. So, no, so long. It's, it's not that long. Feels like Ghost Rages. Oh, do you mean this, the opener or the segment? The stinger. Well, both actually. Both are too long. Let's get into it. What's your advice today? You can never own too much tape or rope. What? You never have too much tape or rope. Oh, you can never have too much tape or rope. Yeah, pretty good. I have on hand at any given moment several rolls of tape and all right, give or me rope. A, give me a roll of tape right now. Okay, Nick's running away. He's gone to the tape shelf. It's a joint tape shelf that we both Got have tape, tape on. You said it was on your person. I didn't say on my person. I never said on my person. I think you just, didn't you just say? You said never on... said on my person. Okay, all right, fine. Don't put words in my mouth. I'll tape your mouth shut. Okay. With this tape. You did get some tape. You I've got two, kinds. two varieties. All right. Masking and duct. Can I can I hold them? Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're trying to do there. <laughs> you're trying to sucker me in by me giving you my tape. I was trying to take your tape away from you and then yeah. call you a tapeless loser. Get right. yourself some tape. It's a very uh, cheap investment. And it will change your life. When was, when was the best time you used tape, you reckon? Yesterday. The best time, I said. Oh, the best time? Yeah, when was the time you were like, oh man, if I didn't have tape right now, I would be stuffed. Uh, I once cut my foot really badly and I used duct tape. Stopped from bleeding until I could, uh, until it stopped bleeding. I got like proper bandages. You didn't want to switch it to a bandage? or you? Well, I didn't have them, did I? Okay. All right, well. Yeah, I, stepped on a, I stepped on like a loose nail and I sort of dragged my foot across it. It might have been a staple, actually, like a kind of a big, like industrial staple. And that's the thing, you know, duct tape was invented to, for that exact reason of holding wounds closed for a little while. Was it? Yes. You can Google that. You're thinking of super glue. That's what super glue is. Oh, yeah, you're right. I am. You're thinking of super glue. But duct tape, what's the same? That's the thing. Can hold you together. Uh, hold society I'm together. Pretty sure duct tape was made to seal ducts. Ducks? Ducts. Yeah, they talk too much. They quack. Yeah. You're sick of them quacking, chuck it on their beak. Uh, today on the catch up, Nick, uh, well, we are making history. That is very true, in a way. Um, is this the croc thing? Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking of the rest of the stuff that's on the show. Lots it's of history all, all making history things. making in our own small way. Yeah. Everything is worth talking about, and as soon as it's in the past, it is history, therefore we've made it. But today on the show, mm-hmm. we needed help naming our cartoon crocodile. Yes, yesterday, uh, you would have heard it on the... Uh on the catch-up yesterday, we spoke to David from the CQ Today newspaper. Yeah. It's a brand new physical newspaper coming to CQ. We asked him if he had Garfield. He said no. And we said, well, what if we make you a, a comic book? Would you use that? And he goes, yeah, maybe. So now we're doing that. Yeah, I'm excited. It's The, the first print is the 27th of August. We've got to mm. get our stuff together by, I think the 24th is when they want to. Yeah, there's a deadline we have. Crazy to have a deadline. Because mm. um, we really don't in the rest of our lives, do we? No. Not really. Then the deadline is 6 a.m. every morning. Try and be in front of a microphone. Sometimes we don't even do that. <laughs> Sometimes we don't, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been allowing yourself to... Fa- I have, because I'm excited to do it. Um, I have been allowing myself to fantasize about what if this crocodile thing takes off and we start writing for every other paper in the country. <laughs> I honestly had not considered that. And I'm a dreamer, I would think. Yeah, so I'm in, but in, in all, my I've, head, I've not stopped. In my head, there is no chance that... Well, because <laughs> Jim Davies, the guy that makes Garfield, he's worth $900 million. Yeah. And that'll probably go up. Like, he's, no, I reckon it'll go up anyway. Yeah. He's nearly a billionaire, isn't he? Uh, just from drawing Garfield. And it's like, you know, you see that and you go, you know, how's, it won't necessarily be that different. It's more or less the same shtick. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we named the croc today with some help from kids, though, across CQ. It's a great name we decided on. Yes, indeed it is. Uh, also, Hater, in today's podcast, the newest fitness accessory that's going to help motivate you to lose some weight. Mm. 
Uh, it is very futuristic, relies on holograms and a little bit of robotic motivation. Also on today's show, uh, what New Zealand are doing, mm. not necessarily to prevent coronavirus, but I think it's helped in a major way because obviously New Zealand, they've gone 100 days without community transmission at the time of recording. When do you reckon we will go 100 days without community Ooh. transmission? Oh, we're a while away. I would say years. It won't be this year, will it? No. I would say it'd be more than a year till we get zero community for 100 days. Yeah. Far out. What's, what, what's, their, what's their population to us? There's like, they're like five or six million, right? Uh, I think it's four, yeah, four or five mil. Okay, yeah. It's about the population. They have about the same population as, as Victoria. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, look at Victoria. Mm. Uh. Anyway, that's depressing, but they're doing something fun that I think maybe we could do here in Central Queensland. Fun and magical. Uh huh. All that's coming up in today's podcast. Get up with Nick and Hado on Hit. An iconic fairy tale is about to be ruined forever. Oh, good. Why? Jack and the Beanstalk is what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, and it turns out there's a very hidden X rated uh, meaning behind it all, according to creative writing lecturer, author, and university. Professor, I suppose, yeah. Claire Corbett. She's from the University of Technology down in Sydney. Right, so she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she's dedicated her life, Hato, to uh, the study and writing of speculative fiction. So her entire life is about finding the hidden meanings and stuff. Apparently, there's quite a big hidden meaning in Jack and the Beanstalk. In Jack I'm gonna and the Beanstalk. You, it's going to change the way you hear it. <laughs> okay. Going forward. Is it X-rated? Yes. How X-rated? Uh, it's entirely about penises. Okay, sure. Apparently, this is according to Claire. This is the professor in this sort of... This is like a... She's a very, very well-educated lady, and so, therefore, I'm inclined to believe her. Sure, you got you to trust people who know um, who know stuff, who know a more lot than of, you. A lot of fairy tales, as Claire says, they're like, you know, like about growing up. And, uh, that makes sense. Jack and the Beanstalk is no different, except it's about, uh, in her words... Uh, male individuation, male growing up, and ma- male sexual awakening in this Ugh. prominent Is it? I mean, the tale. guy plants beans and then climbs up and then go, goes and visits some giants, and then there's yeah. a goose that lays eggs. And if I have to, if I have to spell this out to you, this is, this is a quote from her as well. Yeah. Jack plants the beans, and they shoot out of the ground and up into the sky. I just said that. With all the unruly liveliness and power of adolescent male desire. Mm, I think you might be reading too much into it. It's not me. Yeah. This is Claire. And she's smart. And Claire, she's a she's a university lecturer. They don't let anyone walk in off the street and that's just true. lecture. Yeah. So what? So okay. I, so, I th- I've sort of figured it out. And they, they climb up to the beanstalk into the land of giants. But the giants. What does that what mean? A, what's what the a, metaphor there? What's that mean? The giants are actually a metaphor for adults. <laughs> so not that good. Okay. Right. Still a kid and they're bigger. It's about him growing up. Oh, um, I see. So the beanstalk is him growing up. Yeah, it's his adolescent penis, I guess. I don't think. I don't know if it's his willy. Well, that's what they say it is. She did, keeps saying. Are you reading into that? Are you, are you, did she say that it's his willy? The she beanstalk might as equals well willy. Have. No, she says it's growing up. It's in there. Um, and she she says that you know it's all it's all about phalluses. It's yep. all about your your junk. And about how that <laughs> is me- it? What else is the, it's not all about it? What else is it's all about it? Everything, beginning, middle, the end. It's all about your junk. I don't know if the end is about the junk. Doesn't he, in the end, he cuts down the beanstalk? Or the dad cuts down the beanstalk or something? What does that mean? <laughs> it's a part of growing up, I suppose. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, when... So, not every guy gets the cut. Oh, but God. That, this, is not, this is just... This is Claire! She's a <laughs> university lecturer. She knows what she's talking about, Hayden. Instagram. Instagram's telling me I've 
Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Look at this. Now crossing live to Keith Hollywood. What is it? It is that time on a Tuesday. So we are chatting to Keith Hollywood, our Hollywood correspondent. Good morning, Keith. Got no time for your crap today, boys. Straight into it. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, good to hear from you, yes. Mate, beggars can't be choosers. I've got the goss. Do you want it or not? Yes, yes, Keith, we want it. Uh, please tell us some stuff. Well, I was catching up with a friend of mine recently who's a bit of a stylist for the stars, and she gave me the goss on who is great to work with and who is a bit of a flaming drongo. Who makes the list? Well, my friend Tamaran, she's uh, dished and revealed that when she was working for J-Lo, J-Lo wouldn't let any of her assistants look at her. Can you believe that? That's a bit much, though. Is that, is that true? Yeah, allegedly. And get this. She also worked with Jessica Alba a while back, and apparently she used to rub pumice all over her dress to play mind games with her team. How insane. Sure, there are some people who are nice to work with, though. They can't all be bad. That's true. She says that folks like George Clooney, Carrie Underwood and Selena Gomez are all 10 out of 10, though. Lovely people with great behaviour. When she worked with those guys, and so polite and kind, apparently. That's good to hear. Uh, yeah, good to know there are some good celebs out there. What else is happening, Keith? Uh, Carol Baskin, she's thrown herself back into the spotlight, condemning the use of Tigers in the latest music video uh, from Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. What's wrong with it? Well, while the Tigers don't appear to be in the actual same room, they've probably got photoshopped in, and from what I can tell, uh, yeah, it looks fine. But Baskins is upset that someone put Tigers in front of a green screen in the beginning. She's upset that they got used for entertainment. Really? Has she seen her own show? Well, that's, hard. that's what she does. I know, I know. She doesn't have much of a leg to stand on, so people aren't paying her any attention, really. Uh, people are saying that it's just a grab to stay current. I've got one last story for you, fellas, if you want it. Yeah, mate, of course. What do you got? Well... It starts off a bit sad, but my friend Simon Cowell has been hospitalised recently after breaking his back doing an accidental wheelie on an electric motor scooter thing. Oh my God, how's he doing in hospitals? You alright? Look, he should be fine, but he has sent out an important message to all of his fans who have been wishing him well, and that is read the bloody manual before you give something a crack that can go that fast. Well, it's good to hear that he is uh, going to be okay. Thanks for all the updates, Keith. No wackers, you goons. I'm out of here. And we, look, we learnt from last week, Keith, I'm not going to ask you about your personal life, uh, so we won't ask this week. Oh, that's a shame. I'm actually doing something pretty cool this week. Well, all right. Well, do you want to tell us then? Nah, I reckon you guys don't need to hear me blather on about me, Adam Sandler, and his dog sitter hitting the road for a good old-fashioned road trip. His dog sitter? Yeah, since Rob Schneider doesn't get much work, Sandler's given him a bit of uh, work around the house. Anyway, go to Jet Boys, getting snacks before we hit the road. See you. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. 13, 12, 16, we need your help naming a cartoon crocodile. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> it's very important. Yes, yeah, so yesterday we chatted to David from CQ Today. It's uh, a new newspaper coming to CQ that's going to be physically printed out. We asked him if um, they were going to have Garfield in it. He said they weren't going to have Garfield. So we asked him this. Would you be interested, David, in uh, if me and Nick drew sort of a Garfield knockoff? Would you Would you want to uh, put that in for it? We'll give it to you for free. Um, it depends on what it's called and, and what the cartoon's about. How about we give him a crocodile-based one? Oh, that's good. So that's the idea we came up with, a crocodile-based comic strip. David seems super keen to do it, so we're doing it. But we have no other ideas, really, other than the fact that the main character will be a crocodile. Yeah, so we need your help to write it. Give us a call, 13 12 16. Uh, if you'd like to have some suggestions, some input, name the character and mm. get it in the newspaper. Maddie has given us a call from Gladstone. What name would you like to see on this crocodile, Maddie? Capel. 
Keppel. Keppel. That's a pretty good one. Keppel Croc. Uh, Keppel the Crocodile. That's good alliteration too. Not bad, not bad. Uh, what do you reckon Keppel Croc is like? What's what's their personality like, Maddie? Um, they friendly. They funny. They a bit mean. What do you reckon? Grumpy. They're grumpy. grumpy. Like Keppel, the, Keppel the Grumpy Crocodile. I like it. <laughs> Why do you reckon Keppel's grumpy, Maddie? Um, maybe. Like, because all crocodiles are grumpy, maybe? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think, think you're right. All spot crocodiles, on. They seem to be a bit, bit yeah, nasty. <laughs> I, uh, I would agree with you there. That's a great suggestion from Maddie. Let's go through to Emily from Rocky. Uh, what do you reckon? What should the name of the crocodile be there, Em? Um, Jinx. Jinx. Okay, so how do you spell Jinx? J-I-N-X. And why Jinx? Um, I just think it, like, like, um, it suits the crocodile, like, kind of theme. Wait, what? It suits the crocodile theme, Hayden. What more do we need to explain? Why, 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 is, it, why is it a crocodile theme? Just because? Have you, have you heard of other crocodiles being called Jinx before, Emily? No, no, no. I just, I just like, thought of it, and I'm just like, oh, what? I don't know. It kind of suits we can, Yeah, okay, I, I can see it. Let's not question the creative process sure, too much. Sure. Jinx, it's inspired. Emily, thank you for the call. Uh, keep those calls coming in, by the way. 13, 12, 16. Uh, who have we got here? We've got Alla from Rocky. Alla, what, would, uh, what name should we go for the crocodile? Ella, have we got you there? Hello, Ella. Ella! Hello. Hello, <laughs> Ella. What should we call the crocodile? Fitzy. Fitzy. That's a good one, Ella. I'm assuming, is that after the Fitzroy River? Yes. That's a great idea. I, I love, so far, I mean, I, I don't want to disparage uh, Maddie and Emily, but Ella, that's my favourite so far. That's, I think it might be my favourite as well. What, what do you think Fitzy the crocodile is like? Do you think he's happy or funny or angry? Maybe friendly Very or friendly. hungry. Friendly or hungry. <laughs> friendly and hungry. That's yeah. pretty good. Fitzy the croc. Yeah, I like Fitzy the croc. Right, Ella, thank you for that call. Hey, Zach from Rocky, uh, what would you like to see this croc called? Uh, Steve the Croc Irwin. Steve the Croc Irwin. Steve the Croc Irwin. Okay. Nice. I do like Steve as a croc name. It's mm. pretty good. Uh, of course, after an, an Aussie legend, of course. Very cool. Um, now, yeah. Zach, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. You might know more than I do. Is there copyright infringement uh, <laughs> issues? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Steve, you can't copyright your own name. Or maybe you can. I Steve Irwin. But that's it's it's so brand, iconic. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like if I if I named the crocodile um, Scott Morrison, I bet you that he'd kick up a stink. <laughs> yeah. Well, do, yeah, do you think the crocodile would sort of have the characteristics of Steve Irwin? Would he be a bit of a crocodile hunter himself? God, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit morbid, isn't it? He's sort of a, some kind of murderer. I appreciate well, your Steve Irwin didn't murder the crocodile. No, was, no, he, still... he loved the crocodiles. He well, caught them and made sure they were doing all right. Yeah, but it's still creepy if you're doing that to your own species, isn't it? Yeah, probably. All right, but we appreciate the call there, Zach. Uh, let's get through. We got Rory from Gladstone here. Rory, what should the croc be called? Oh, snappy. Snappy, I like it. Yeah, is snappy uh, a bit of a snappy crocodile himself? What do you think? He acts real tough, but um, he's really soft. Yeah. Okay, I like, like that. all he, crocodiles. He acts tough, but he's really soft. He tries I to like that. Bit of bravado. Yeah, a bit of snap. I like snappy. That's a great uh, suggestion there from Rory. Let's wrap it up. We've got one more here. Yep. Uh, Eddie from Rockhampton's giving us a call. Eddie, what do you reckon? Uh, crikey. 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 Sort of name. Yeah, that's Steve Irwin's um, sort of little slang. Yeah, I, I like it. Crikey the Croc. Crikey Croc. Crikey the Croc. It's got the alliteration. It's got the Steve Irwin it vibe that good. we're after. <laughs> Crikey yeah, Croc. be explorer, you know, sort of exploring the reef and stuff. Teach kids about the Great Barrier Reef, you know, Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, 
Love that as a suggestion. That's not, not bad, bad at all. Still walked into the territory of will Australia Zoo get onto our back about it? <laughs> Hard to say. I don't know, but appreciate the call there from Eddie. Right. Do we have to? Do we decide right now? I think we got to decide. And I really like. Oh, to me, it's between maybe Crikey because it's got the Steve Irwin vibe, plus it's got the alliteration. To me, it's between Crikey Croc and, and Fitzy. I like Fitzy. I like Fitzy a lot as well. It's very local because Steve Irwin's not from here. You know? No, and it's only going to be a CQ thing. Yeah, there's, a cro- there's Crocs in the Fitzroy. So we go. So Ella suggested Fitzy. Should we go? Should we go with Fitzy? I think Ella has got it. All right, Ella, we're calling the crocodile Fitzy. You've named it. You get the credit. Yeah, your name will be in the paper, which is very exciting. And uh, we'll get you a copy as well. We got, we kept your details. Don't worry about that. We'll get you uh, the first edition print of Fitzy <laughs> of the Croc. Fitzy the crocodile. This is exciting. Uh, we are going to write some more stuff about Fitzy the crocodile uh, on tomorrow's show. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. There are all sorts of fitness trends that people like to get on board with. Fitness accessories. You've seen the Ab Circle Pro. You know that one from like the Home Shopping Network? No. Where it's like you oh, put your knees in and you have to slide around. Yeah, the shake weight. Um, you got a door, you got a gym, yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. The next, the newest one, it's one called Ghost Pacer. And Ghost I had this, Pacer. I had this pop up as an ad on my Facebook yesterday, Hado. And Ghost Pacer, Ghost Pacer looks mm. really cool. It's like this... Goggles you put on, these sunglasses. Okay. And as a bit of motivation, it creates this little holographic person that appears next to you when you run, and you're going to try and keep up with them. Right. It's a bit of virtual reality, augmented reality kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bit of motivation. You know, you always run better when you're with someone because you help each other keep up. Yeah. Bit of motivation. You can't always run with someone. Okay. And that's what Ghost Pace is about. Mm. And so you can buy, when it comes out, I think next year is the idea, you can buy the standard one that just has the image. Just has like a little holographic person you keep up That's with. That's kind of sad, isn't it? It's just a bit nothing bit nothing. But the second one, like the step up there, it has mm. like built in uh, like a motivational talk. So it's kind of like that holographic person's talking to you. Oh, the robot hologram talks to you, right? Yeah. And it starts off with sounding a little bit um, like, like really fairly positive and, and motivational. Keep running. You are doing well. <laughs> Let's try going a bit faster. That sort of vibe, right? Like, it's like, hey, good stuff. Let's go a bit faster. I reckon you can do more. It's relatively positive. Wow. This is crazy slow. So the step up from there is actually a bit mean. It's a bit cheeky, though. Like, it's like, oh, you can do better. You're a bit slow. Yeah. Um, It starts to spiral, I think, from there. Right. I don't. I disagree with their choice they've made on the next level. Uh, it's a little bit rude, if you ask me. Run, fatty, run. <laughs> this isn't fast enough to lose those love handles. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, it's a really... I think it's targeted. I think you can yeah, uh, right. make it rude. Now, the fourth one is just borderline offensive. It's it's mean, it's rude. Yeah. And I, I, I personally, because I like the idea of the ghost pacer hater. Yeah. I won't be using this fourth level. <laughs> Run, you fat tub of shit. <laughs> Come on. Actually work for it for once in your goddamn life. <laughs> so... <laughs> the robot sounds a lot like you. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I'm I'm always someone that looking is looking for extra motivation when I go out for a run. Yeah, and I, I've never seen the Biggest Loser. You know, like Sarge and that sort of stuff. Like yeah, those, the Sarge or whatever. Those the commando. That, they're like they yell at you and they just they really mean and they make yeah. you cry. Yeah, you got, you got to work out to your vomit. And it's mean, mm. but it gets results. <laughs> so I think that's what they're going for with Ghost Pacer. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. New Zealand has just uh, passed a huge coronavirus milestone, a positive one, mm-hmm. I should say. A hundred days without community transmission. Yep. Really well done from them. 
glad you said positive because America have also hit a bit of a milestone. Yeah. Less positive. No good at all. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the positives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, New Zealand, they've done something that no other country is doing. And I don't, people don't think it's related to beating coronavirus, but I think I've figured it out. I think I've seen the connection. And you said it's not having a competent leader. No. Well, I mean, that's obviously a huge part of it. Sure. <laughs> but also, New Zealand, I mean, that, that competent leader has on the payroll, on the government payroll, an official wizard. <laughs> what, is what? It means exactly what it, it means. So there you've is just a got man. Some, is that, this is just someone like the Jacinda hired that just loves Harry Potter. Uh, it wasn't just Jacinda that, Jacinda that hired him. He's been around since the 70s as New oh. Zealand's official wizard, or Christchurch's, Christchurch's official wizard, to be more precise. But he would serve other parts of the country. I imagine so, wherever wizard, wizardry needs doing. Yeah, jump um, on your broom and head out. But he's fully, he's on the government payroll. He gets paid 15 grand a year. Uh, by the New Zealand government, mm. and on his payroll it says "full wizardry," and he hangs out full wizard costume. He's got the full beard. Yeah. He's got a big staff, the hat, and the cloak, and uh, he just hangs out. He's on the government payroll. <laughs> yeah. Cr- criminally underpaid, fifteen thousand. You barely, you're barely going to be able to get Eye of Newt for that. <laughs> I know you could barely get a cauldron. Uh, he just hangs out in front of the Christchurch Cathedral. <laughs> And that's Does he it. just hang out? He just hangs out. I can't... What I do can't you do? Actually, what well, do you do on a daily wizardry, basis? Wizardry, mate. Wizardry. It says it on the payroll. He does wizardry. Potions and stuff. Don't know about potions. I shoot potions. Spells? Uh, spells, yeah. Uh, what, are, what else do wizards do? Well, potentially stop coronavirus. Because I can't think of a single other country that has a wizard on the payroll. And I can't think of another country that's done better than New Zealand. Should we be hiring a wizard? Maybe get a CQ wizard to ward coronavirus off. It yeah, seems to work. That's very true. Fifteen grand it seems it's, it's it's easy. That's pocket change for the. That's a week's pay for you. So let's <laughs> we could probably hire one of those. Who, who do we think would be good? Uh, who's wizardy? Am I wizardy enough? You I've do got a have, beard and long hair. Is I don't it, think but you're am I wizardy old enough. enough? Uh, yeah, you gotta have seniority. Gotta have a bit of age and maturity about yourself. That's a shame. I get I get training though. How about that? I mean, I'll see me in 10 years. Hopefully we've beaten it by then, but we'll give you a crack. That was the Nick and Hato catch-up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on HITS.